the volume. The Sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook for a reason, y'all. It's so easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's one of the main things for me. I don't want any BS. I love that there's no BS with FanDuel. Plus, you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's super fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. It's awesome. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona 18887897777 or visit ccpg.org/chat for Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg for Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania and Virginia 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 and 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Hello, all of you beautiful and handsome people. Welcome to the sessions. I have tears in my eyes right now while I record this intro because full disclosure, I just sat down to eat my dinner and then remembered I have to record an intro for this episode that is dropping tomorrow, which you are now listening to today on Thursday, if you're listening to time my dinner and I like smothered it in <clears throat> red pepper chili flakes and there's one lodged like directly in my throat could I've waited until it subsided until hitting the record button perhaps but I kind of wanted you guys to be in on this journey with me <clears throat> oh my god my eyes are watering so bad hi caramba it's <clears throat> the price we pay for a little flavor with a little spice you know a little slap your mama spice yowza <clears throat> it is a uh a chicken mushroom um, pasta that's just delicious. It's very, oh, oh, I know what I was leaving out. I melted in like a bunch of brie. Oh, it's so good. It really made it like quite rich. I love rich food. I know a lot of people like shy away from rich food. I love it. Gout come my way. Just kidding. Please don't give me the gout. This is my last clear of my cough, I promise. Oh, I felt it move that time. Okay, back to the episode, the task at hand. CJ Perry is my guest today. You guys knew her as Lana in World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. She has branched out on her own now. She is the hot, flexible wife of Miro. And this woman is, uh, she is booked and busy, y'all. We talk her jumping right into a reality show immediately after wrapping up with WWE, uh, joining Brand Army and making freaking bank. Shake it, girl. Give the people the goods. Do what you got to do. Respect. Um, working on movies, producing. We obviously get into a ton of the stuff in her time uh, with WWE, her relationship with Vince, what it's like making out with another man in front of your husband. Lord of mercy. I don't have the guts to do it. I don't have the guts, but she did. And it made for very entertaining television for all of our stupid eyes. So thank you. All right, guys, without further ado, I'm going to go get a glass of water and you guys can enjoy CJ Perry. This feels like our old promo days. Yeah. We got to do a lot of promos together. We really did. Oh my God, we did so many promos. Remember the time that I was um, told that we needed to do it on the other side? Yep. Was that the time? I feel like it was when, um, God, I can picture the building when we were there super, super late like doing Virginia. it over and over. Yes. Virginia. Yes, yes, it was in Virginia. It was where, some beach 
Norfolk? Norfolk. Yes. Norfolk, Virginia. That, yeah, I do think that that's exactly where it was. And yep. we were like stuck backstage going over and over. The dogs have decided to join us for this episode. Welcome, you Love guys. It. It's good to see you Love both. dogs. I don't know how they even open that door. I can barely open that door, but well, I have three spend. of them now. How did you go from having no dogs to now having these three like beautiful beasts just running all over your house? Oh my God. Well, it started with getting joy for Miro. Mm-hmm. And then I got a teacup palm for myself. Uh-huh. And then I guess, I don't know, kind of murals on the road. And I'm so used to doing like 1700 things and hustling and working hard and that. And I just feel like, because I'm just not traveling, I needed to get some other dramatic thing. I hear you. I had a baby. I I recommend that too. I mean, it's all, it's all up there. We got to like fill our time. Yes. We are doers and we like to have a full pack schedule when we wake up to when we go to bed. Yep. How has that affected you even though like I know you're obviously still busy doing a million different things but I don't think anything ever really compares to like the busy when you're on the road oh yeah with like WWE and like doing house shows we've got TV you've got blah 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 how was that kind of stepping away in that aspect and like adjusting to life on the other side my time with WWE finished in June 2nd and then I started Surreal Life six weeks later. Oh my God, yes! Yeah, and that's gonna supposedly come out at the end of the year on MTV and Paramount Plus. And so that was crazy. That started July 17th in Mexico City and I was essentially trapped in a house with eight other celebrities, uh-huh. including Dennis Rodman, Tamar Braxton. The worm, baby. Yeah, like so many great people. And so I went from like one drama to the drama of all dramas. Like imagine total That's really divas. stressful. It was so stressful. They t- and I know that like, sounds I feel so like ridiculous. my hair would fall out. <laughs> Legit, like that is crazy. And they take your phone, you have no doors. So like Dennis Rodman would just show up in our bedroom, like me and Tamar together. And like, we wake up and Dennis Rodman's just sitting there like smoking a cigar. I'm like, what is happening right now? Oh yeah. my God. So, um, it, was a, it was crazy. So that was like, you really close, like you can't stand everyone at one point, but then you love everyone. Again, another dysfunctional family. Yeah, I was gonna say, so the locker room. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And so I, when I left, I guess before that I I was struggling with like, am I ever going to get over the heartbreak of leaving WWE? Yeah. And then I did Surreal Life and I realized, no, you put me in the right situation. Yeah. I will make new friends. I will you know, yeah. adjust. And yeah. um, so that was like the following a week or two, I was adjusting from that, leaving that world and missing those people. And then from there, the next six months, I was just enjoying not being on the road. Yeah. Like I had been pretty much nonstop. Like I counted that over eight years, I spent 800 days in a plane. It's so funny to me after like being on the road, as long as we were traveling as much as yeah. we were, my bag in the front of this Airbnb, I'm like, what's in this bag? Yeah. Who packed this bag? I don't know how to pack a bag. You would think that would be a skill that you would acquire over these years. And it's like, yep. I left and I'm like, mm, I don't know how to do that at all anymore. I have not yeah. a clue. Uh, the, well, the packing was always the most stressful. Like yeah. I was like, why does it take you seven hours? And I'm like, well, I have to plan my outfit. Yeah. Uh, my problem is so. I don't plan my outfit. So I just like, I'm like, maybe this and maybe this, this could maybe be an option. And I end yeah. up with like 6,000 things that I don't even end up wearing, um, but it's stupid. Um, okay. How did this real life even come about? It's funny. Cause I, I mean, obviously like getting ready for this interview, I was like, oh yeah, cool. But I like forgot. I remember totally. reading that that had yeah. happened. So it's been a, it's been a, a long year. time. It was yeah. last year at the, I was filming it in Mexico city right now. Okay. A year ago. Yeah. And so, um, my manager reached out to me. I was, I was still with WWE. He reached out and he was like, surreal life wants you. And I'm like, what? Like, I thought I was getting ribbed. Cause I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm like out of all the celebrities, even from WWE, like why me? And they're like, no, he, they want you. And he also manages Eva. And mm. so I was like, whoa, like they wouldn't want her. And he's like, specifically they're asking for you. So I did the whole submission. Baby's it, booked. <sighs> submitted it to- What did jo- you have to do for the submission? No, I just submitted to John Cone and John oh. Ace. You know, oh. the typical. Yeah. No, they, it wasn't any type of audition. They were like, we want you. you. I think it might've been, I guess maybe Total Divas. I also wonder like maybe with the story I was doing with Bobby Lashley. Mm. I don't know. Like that's me really reading into yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I wonder if they're like all these, like, is she really maybe scandalous? 
who's to say? I have no idea. But and it's also just that's entertainment. Like yeah. really, if I break it down, all the sh- things that throughout my entire career I've auditioned for yeah. that you know, you think sometimes you're like, oh, I killed that audition. I should get it. And you don't get it. You don't even get a call back. Sure. And then there's jobs like WWE out of all the hundreds of thousands of people that want to get yeah. to WWE and want to be a character and wrestle and work for WWE. I got yeah. picked or, yeah. you know, Pitch Perfect the same way. I didn't even audition for Pitch Perfect. And I got just a call from my agent. They're booking you. I have like a love hate relationship with the audition process. Sometimes I like, I think I like the prep that goes into like prepping for for an audition. I enjoy that, but yeah, it's, I don't think I'm a good auditioner. I think I eat shit every time. (laughs) No, you're good at everything you do. No, you're so smart. You're so smart. I'm always telling Mira, I'm like, she's so cool. She's also so smart. So uh, blessings and salutations. I'll take it. I'll take it all day. Are you still friends with anybody from this real life? Yeah, I talked to Tamar Braxton. She was my roommate. Okay. Um, she, oh God, she's made for reality TV. She's hilarious. She's she's good reality TV. How different was this than doing Total Divas? I think because of Total Divas and we understand that things get like beaded out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think at this point, it's like no real secret about that stuff. Yeah. You know, with the Kardashians and selling sunsets, everyone kind of knows like yeah. there's heels, there's baby faces. And however, they definitely try to like not right. do that. Yeah. And so that's what we were dealing with surreal life. Like they were trying to pretend it's all reality. Mm. And um, so me and Tamar, cause Tamar did 10 seasons of- reality TV with yeah. her family and yes. they have won like awards. Yeah. We're yeah. all like, you've been there and done and that. Like, I'm like, they're trying to set us up. She's like 100%. <laughs> and then the crazy <laughs> thing is you have Kim Coles who comes from scripted television and then Manny um, MUA, who's a huge vlogger. Okay. And so he's never done reality TV. And then Frankie Muniz. <laughs> we, yeah. I heard that name in a minute. I know. I know. And so when me and Tamar are like, Hey, this is like, you know, you can't believe everything the producers are telling you. They right. were like, what are you talking about? And it's like, no, 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 but really you can't. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. We're so, not on like a real set with yeah, like the trailers no, no. and the glitz and the glam. Yeah, this is like the nitty yeah. gritty. We're making totally, an entertaining show. Totally, totally. God, so. I remember when you and I got in like a fight on Total Divas. <laughs> what, I know. Did I tell you like- fuck off or something. I feel like something like that. <laughs> you were like being like, I don't I know. Was I was being bratty. Well, I, I we was were a brat both being too. bratty. I was, uh, those were like my, so, well, non-drinking days. Those are your non-drinking days? You weren't drinking then? Like the first two years in WWE, I didn't really didn't drink at all. Yeah. I've gone through those stages, but like if anyone else is drinking, I'm just, just like a stick up my ass. Type oh, of thing. okay. And I would like been Renee, we're trying to sleep. <laughs> like right well, now, I would have been- trying to like break into your room and like wreak havoc while you and Miro were trying to catch some Z's. So we deserved it, but uh, we I mean, it was a taking fun shots trip. with you. you That's where the been. fun was. You should have been. Um, okay, let's talk some WWE things because, of course, that's what everybody wants to hear and wants to talk about. And it's where we spent all of our time together. You had such an interesting career in WWE. I mean, you got to do so many different things. But I mean, you coming in there starting as a valet, what was kind of like the initial pitch for that? And I guess just like the success of it, because it's a real art form. Of course, we know that of like being a valet in WWE, but you like fucking crushed it. Like you were Thank so you. good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think that it was you know, I came in with an acting background and yeah. just performance and storytelling and basically committing to whatever character, like playing a romance story. I mean, I was doing Nutcracker and Swan Lake, like all yeah. these things were showing a story that you're in love with someone and then heartbreak and betrayal was just normal. Yeah. And, you know, then with acting, you just ha- learn to do it with words and yeah. not just your body. And so with WWE, I connected with all those aspects really quickly of like, okay, we can tell stories with our words, mm-hmm. but we can also tell stories with our action and bodies. And I felt like the verbiage part, I picked up a lot quicker because- yeah. in you're great w- promo for sure. Thank you, yeah. thank you. And um, I think at WWE, you know, everyone- is athletic. When people are dissing, oh, that person sucks. No, everyone Everyone's is amazing. Yeah. Everyone is the best athletes in the world. It's just, some of them are gold medalists. You right. know, some of them are like the 0.0001%. Mm-hmm. And those are the people like the Charlottes, the Ronda Rousey's, they're winning. And yeah. kind of a lot of times, rightfully so, you know, yeah. they really would kick my ass in a real fight. <laughs> yeah. So I would uh, not want to participate in that fight. No, thank you. <laughs> 
So um, when I just started NXT, I would do a ton of different pitches. Like I would, every week I would bring Dusty, like a huge board of like seven different character pitches. And he immediately paired me with Miro, like, because I was Russian and yeah. he was Bulgarian. So that means, you know. Of course, of here course, we go. You know, Eastern Europe. Yeah. Guys. And um, yeah, we got paired together and I just really always committed to it. I think I always really wanted to play a Russian character. So that was kind of falling into my dream. Um, because and did you pitch that too? I, or Dusty just saw that already? And yeah, I it? didn't necessarily think I could pull off with a Russian accent. In Hollywood prior to that, I would audition for a lot of Russian characters, but it was usually a Russian character that had to speak Russian and then fluent English. Okay. And then the ones that you had to do an accent, I just, it was really Triple H being like, we need you with an accent. So I was like, okay, give me a couple days. Yeah. And I got a coach and I got the accent. And, but I, it was my dream. Like I always wanted to play a Russian character because yeah. I grew up in um, the former Soviet Union. And also what's going to make me stand out over all the other brilliantly amazing yeah. actresses that are blonde out yeah. there or yeah. just, you know, so it was kind of that. And then Miro, they wanted to bring up and we just had a great connection. We were doing more comedy. So they wanted us to do something more serious. And then it just like kept going. Triple H really had hands-on on it and mm -hmm. Road Dog had hands-on and Arn Anderson and Billy Gunn, like all of them really, really had a part of, yeah. you know, honing it. And then Vince, we were doing the Bulgarian, he was doing the Bulgarian thing and I was doing the Russian thing. And that was like for the first three, four months yeah. up until WrestleMania where we actually debuted yeah. twice. And within a month, Vince called us in and he's like, okay, Rusev is going to reside in Russia. And you're going to start dedicating ma matches to Vladimir Putin. And <laughs> I uh, forgot yeah. about that. And I would have to cut my promos oh in front my of Vince. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is that like cutting a promo in front of Vince when he is like hyper-focused on what you and Miro were doing at the time? Yeah. I would definitely get really nervous, but- he was always happy with it. I would do it and he really didn't have many notes. I think his biggest Damn. notes, yeah, I he would just be like, be natural. And then I would do it. The promos he never, he was always happy with. One time he told me I needed to work on my acting, which was- <laughs> Did that kill you? It did really that, did. Like, I feel like it's like it Ralphie's did. like heartbreaking when yes. Lisa breaks up with him. Um, <laughs> yes. Basically he goes, you're playing a manager. You're playing a manager. And I basically bent down and I was like going like this, like, like how on, Paul Heyman on, or okay. Zelina would do or yeah. Summer. No, he was like, that is not, he's like, you're playing a wrestling manager. He's like, I just need you to be you. And I'm like, so I never Isn't did that. Isn't that the worst thing someone says? Just be you. And you're like, I don't think I know what that means yeah. as it pertains to this situation. <laughs> so I never did that again. And I think it was also a segment that I did with Zeb and- Zeb. Yes. And Swagger. That guy. And we were doing some debate and I got really, I got really mad. And he pulled me aside. He was like, mm. you're playing the state of mad. He's like, I just need you to listen. And it was interesting because I was in acting class. Immediately I got back into acting class and my biggest issue, my teacher was like, you're pretending to listen. You're not mm, actually listening. Mm. And then I realized that was actually a bad habit I had in life. I would pretend to listen. And <laughs> I'm like, this. oh wow, acting's like really bringing a lot of things. So um, acting is therapy class is pretty what much, it is. Pretty Definitely. Much. So yeah, but he was he was always really happy. He would, I, I told him, I'm like, oh, I'm in acting class. And he's like, I see a big difference. Great job. Great. Um, God, remember so. when used to have the acting coach on the road? Oh Yeah. Yeah, I that. but I really liked that. I mean, I, liked I liked that it stuff. too. I like no, that I know stuff. a lot of people were yeah. like very against it, hated it. And oh, I'm like, I remember. Can that. I attend? I love I, that. Stuff. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I just think that I think me, you, and Miz were maybe the only people that enjoyed that. That <laughs> yeah. was a thing. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. else hated it. One and taught me how to get deeper into just tap into different emotions, but also one thing I really took with me that I think really helped my wrestling promos mm -hmm. was. I would always pause, like, and a lot of wrestlers do this, like they'll do the promo and right before they're about to do the zinger, you know, the drop the bomb, they do a long pause and they drop it versus yeah. like, don't play the meaning of the line. Like just right. say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what we do in life. Yeah. And it's actually a lot more impactful. So I but really started- But it's hard to do in front of a crowd because you oh, do yeah. have to work on like the pacing to like the reactions and like, re yeah. like listening to them. For sure. That was the one thing I liked about um, during the pandemic, which that probably the only thing that I liked is that one, <laughs> I knew I could time my promo yes. to the T. Yes. And then also you don't have to cater as much yes. to the sound because yeah. if they're making more noise, you do 
you have to pause pause because that's going to be a part of the success of the segment. Um, so that was interesting, but I don't know. Vince would always say, he would always be like, you're my actress. You can do anything. And I think that's why he gave me all those, like the Dolph stories and the Bobbies and the, um, and the Aidens. I mean, I've had so many scandals. Who hasn't she been with you guys? What is that like (sighs) making out with a man in front of your husband? I don't know. I really came from the act. Like, I'm not sure I blacked out during I know. it. I, I do feel like I kind of black out in it. I think that I, again, going from such a young age, telling stories of romance and mm-hmm. love. Um, and like at 15 years old, I was casted in this ballet, modern dance ballet that it was about the Holocaust. And oh I Lord. was getting married and falling in love. And my mother was the director and I had to kiss this boy and I was like 16. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, it's just the job you can separate them yeah it's just like it's not it's the job you're storytellers and so like I mean they were hot and heavy makeouts though they were pretty I mean (laughs) yeah I mean I don't know I just go blank I just go blank the crazy thing though with Dolph what was super awkward was that we actually had to practice the kiss in front oh no what Yes, and Miro. So and Johnny Ace. So and the funny thing is, Summer, you'll love this. Summer the week before was telling. You know, Summer's such a great storyteller, and she's hilarious. Yeah. And so she's telling the story of how she had the practice kissing Dolph in front of Vince and her Layla section. And I was like, What? You had the practice in front of Vince? Yeah, right. She's like, Be ready. You might need to do the same at some point. I'm like, Oh my god. Okay. A week later, we get called in. It's Ace, Vince, Dolph, Miro. And we had the practice to kiss. And Miro's like turning red in the corner. He's just like, and Vince is like, what? We're all adults. What's the problem? What's the problem? We're all adults. This is professionalism. Don't be weird. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So we do it. And Vince goes, no, 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 no. He's like way slower. He doesn't fully kiss Johnny Ace, but he does it fully super slow and they get like this close. Like, this is, uh, I could not, I mean, it was hilarious. Dolph is dying. Like he's oh, literally in the corner my God. dying because, you know, he's close with Ace. Sure, and, like, Vince, sure. And it's apparently not his first time. Oh um, my so, God. But that's why we went so, so, so slow in that segment. I recently watched it with one of my friends and I was like, this is so slow, but everyone was like, oh, you look so innocent. Like you had never done it before. And that's what Vince was going Mm, for. Like Vince was going for, like, especially that kiss versus the other one. He wanted it to be like innocent. She's never kissed someone before. And it was like- How sweet. It was very weird. That is so funny. He was happy with it. And that YouTube was the most watched YouTube- Hot in and all heavy. of 2015. It's wow. like over 52 or like 60 million. Bunch of pervs just Crazy. trying to get eyes on the product, baby. I actually got a lot more female young teenager fans from the doll story. Really? I think so many people were, were like young girls had um, crushes on dolls. Uh, like my sister. Come on. Like so many people that if I told you, you would be like, Oh my that God, more well-known so... people now. They really? were all like 14 and now they're like 20, you know. Like, oh, okay. And they all yeah, yeah, yeah. had huge crushes. And should, We should call Dolphin. We should just like FaceTime and be like, yo, bro, do you know about this shit? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like, legal yeah, actually, now. They're 21. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is so, so funny. Um, okay, just while we're still on like... Uh, Vince being super into everything, the bun in the outfits. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that was a whole to do as yeah, well. Totally. Like the bun placement, yeah. what the suits are going to be. Oh, yeah. It was like a very big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. Because um, you were in NXT when I was still like developing, yes. find the, finding the look. Hunter really wanted me to like go to stores and figure out. I tried on so much different stuff. Mm-hmm. They landed with basically the concept of, I showed him a picture, um, Triple H of, Pitch Perfect, the opening Barbie Bellas with like the little bun and like the little suit. And he's like, I think that's what it is. Yeah. So then I would just buy suits from like guests and Marciano and came up to, you know, that's what I was doing in NXT and then came up to WWE and Vince was like, no. And he wanted everything shorter. Like, and I'll never forget, like to me, this is... Like, I don't take it any awkward way because I've worked in, again, in entertainment for so long. And yeah. these are just the conversations that 
just are had all the time. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to like over-sexualize the situation, especially sure. with everything that's Given going on the, now. Uh, temperatures. Yeah. So I, I never took it at as like I, anything was inappropriate, but they're like, no, we want the skirt a little bit shorter. Mm -hmm. We want it just a little bit tighter. And also like, he didn't like that I was in flats. Sure. And, but in NXT, they wanted to put over his size. Oh, and yeah. so he was like, I want our heels. And I immediately was like, that's Russian. So yeah. to me being like, I thought my skirts were too long, but in NXT, what they were saying, they're like, we don't want you to be like basically overly hot yes, because you might take away. Yes. Where Vince heat. was like, no, we want you to be super hot. Yeah. And yeah. then also usually, usually traditionally Vince is like, I don't want someone to take the heat away from the guys. Yeah. But he was like, no, shorter skirt. And that's, that's Russians. Like Russian yeah. women in the middle of winter, they have the short skirts on, they have the high heels, the mm -hmm. big fur coat, yeah. the red lips. They're always dressed up. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know any Russian woman that wouldn't wear heels. They yeah. wear heels on the sand, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it resonated me with the character. Mm -hmm. And I felt like how I started coming out with the custom made suits yes. by Sandra. Yeah. She used to make Deborah suits and mm -hmm. Stacey Keebler stuff. Yeah. I was like, that's Russian. Like, yeah. that's right. So I didn't look at it. It as is a very fine that. line, too, because if you have like an ill fitted suit, it is no. the farthest thing from yeah. being sexy. And these were like costume suits. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. they were like costume suits. So I, I was so happy. I was so confident with it. I think, you know, I was like 26. Yeah. And so I, um, to me, I'm, all these other girls are 20, 21. So I just felt more confident in that. Cause I'm like, this is age appropriate yeah. versus me trying to go and compete with, you know, Paige and Sasha who are all 21 years old. And yeah. so like, I don't know. I'm just, I, yeah. So I felt really, really confident in it. I know that bun was kind of a thing we all decided on. Mm -hmm. And then once it was decided, it was kind of, events and a triple H thing. Like triple H didn't want me. They go, no, 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 just do the bun. Like don't change that. You're sticking with the bun. Yeah. It's funny how like that branding stuff works. So, cause I remember even when I started yeah. and I had to wear ponytail oh, all yeah. the time. Oh yeah. Vin oh. I, don't know was, I don't know if that was direct from Vince or not. It must've been probably, uh, but yeah, it was like, I had to wear my hair in a ponytail because I, I think they didn't want me to be confused with, with the other blondes probably. And with like, just with being like a diva, they wanted me to be oh. like professional polished yeah. broadcaster or blah, blah, blah. And I get that. No, I get um, it. I, I get it. But I remember at yeah. the time being like, Oh, I hate this. I don't want to yeah. wear my hair in a ponytail all the time. Ugh. Totally. Well, I went through another crazy, I know I went through like oh, so many other revamps, but then my last year when I was with Naya, he got, it was same way. Yeah. I had to wear pink. Oh, really? I had to wear a ponytail. I, it was, he got very, very, cause huh. he all of a sudden in the women's division, he really liked what I was doing with Naya. Yeah. And so he looked at me as, he wanted me like to be the girl in distress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. the super baby face pink, the leotard, the high pony, that to him was Lana. And I came back for the Royal Rumble mm -hmm. and I had a gold kind of, I, not a two piece. It was still like a one piece, but more like shorts than a high cut, like Did you hate leotard. It? And my hair was down. <laughs> My hair was like your color and yeah. maybe a little darker. And so it wasn't platinum blonde, but it was like, you know, blondish brown and it was down and I got a call and he was like, that is not Lana. I need you to come back in pink and in leotard with your hair in a ponytail and blonder. Oh Lord. So that's what I did. And I just was like, cool. And then he's like, yeah, this is Lana. This is who you are, Lana. Yeah. You're my Lana. There she is. Yeah. There and she I'm is. Like, cool. Football fans, check out the three and out podcast with John Middlecoff only on the volume podcast network. John brings his unique perspective as an ex NFL scout to the volume to break down all the news around the NFL and college football. Whether you're looking for game predictions, coaching searches, the ins and outs of the NFL front office, even an occasional golf tip, John has you covered. Download three and out with John Middlecoff only on the volume podcast network. Okay, so you had such a great gig as valet. I feel like you could have like done that forever, but you had the itch that you really wanted to wrestle. Like what was sort of the progression of you as a valet into getting into the ring? This is going to be an interesting thing. So like in all <laughs> transparency, because I feel like if I'm completely being honest, I'm always working a little bit. Like yeah. that's where I get from Natty and just sure. not just Natty, a lot of people, you know, <laughs> yeah. and just like, okay, well, what we have this many seconds, this many minutes on total divas or on mm -hmm. a .com or what, what is the narrative? What story do you want to tell? Yeah. And, um, the bottom line is Vince wanted me to wrestle. 
there was a reason why I wanted to wear suits and I wanted to talk on the mic. My favorite characters were Miss Elizabeth, Paul mm-hmm. Heyman, Stephanie McMahon, Vicky, yeah. you know, these people that could talk and carry segments and tell stories with, you know, essentially with words where yeah. then later we resolve the conflict in the ring. Uh-huh. And that's what I loved. And Stephanie McMahon is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. you know, cause she did so oh, she's the best. much, yeah. you know, from corporate, the relationships stories. Uh-huh. And um, I knew that was my strength. And I'll never forget Vince called us into the office. And this was after we had split up cause he was adamant. He was like, you cannot be with Rusev anymore. When we started the We Want Lana chant started, he was yes. like, that's it. You yeah. cannot, he's like, you have two choices. We can either do a relationship story or you're going to have to go back down the NXT to learn how to wrestle. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do a relationship story. Like, that's cool. So then that started. And then, you know, a month and a half in, he brings Summer in. We had no idea. And Miro's like, why? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And he's like, well, we're going to have a match. And Miro didn't want me to wrestle. Mm. Like he's very, very old school. And then he marries me. God bless him. <laughs> and um, bless that sweet yeah, man. He's very traditional. And um, also, he's just like he gets worried. He doesn't want me to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And um, on top of it, he's like, "You're so good at what you do. Why are you gonna go try to? You know, Paige just got up. Um, Becky, Sasha, all those girls were about to come up. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I'm not gonna be able to catch up with those people. And it's gonna at least take ten years. Or yeah, it maybe, takes a long time. It honestly yeah, takes forever. These yeah. girls have been wrestling for a long time, and they're younger. On top of it, and so I, both of us, I was like, okay, I'm fine with that, but like. I just think I'm great at this. Let me do what I'm great at versus like, I don't know if I'm going to catch up to these girls. This is, we had this conversation in the office and this is actually the first time saying the story. (laughs) And um, I was just like, I just don't think I'm going to ever be that great. I want to be great at stuff, not good. And he's like, no, this is a wrestling company. And he's like, you have to at the very least know how to bump. He goes, you have to know how to resolve your conflict in the ring and your conflict is summer and you're going to resolve it in the ring. And that was that. And Miro didn't say anything else. And I was like, okay. And you're right. This is a wrestling company. If I just want to do acting, I probably should fuck off. Right, 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 right. And so I do have respect for this. So many other people would want that spot. So I'm going to work my ass off. That was 2015. And Hunter told me, never stop training. So that whole year I had been training, like getting oh in with Fit, getting in yeah. with Gold Dust. So the fact that no one wanted to help me because they're like, we don't want you to get hurt because we were in such a big yeah. program with, yeah. you know, John and Miro. But I was like, no, I just, because Hunter was like, trust me. He goes, no one's going to be like, you need to wrestle. And then one day Vince is going to wake up and be like, well, it's time for Lana to have a match. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, you want to be ready. And then I talked to Stephanie and Stephanie's like, you know, the very least know how to bump, like know how to take falls, know how to take basic hits. She's like, that's what he wants you to do. And so I just started training my ass off. And then I just didn't think it really resonated with the story of like, if I'm going to go on Total Divas and be like, yeah, I'm only doing this because Vince McMahon wants me to do it. I just don't think that's even interesting. Like who cares? And you're going to be more of a heel. And I've already like, in general, I'm a heel, so which is fine. I love being <laughs> natural I love born heel over yes. here. Yes. Um, so, but I I do love wrestling. Yeah. And so it wasn't like a lie. Like I love wrestling, and if this is what he wants me to do, and it is a wrestling company, I want to work my ass off. Of course, I'd rather yeah because that's what I'm great at. Yeah. But hey, you're the director. So. What was kind of like your relationship with the fans at that point? Because it felt like people were like, what's happening here? I don't know if I like this. But then I think that there totally. was a point that it did start to swing back the other way where people could see like, oh, you legit were putting in a lot of work. And I think people could see that like you do respect this business and yeah. you wanted to be out there. And obviously everybody wants to do a good job. Nobody wants to show yeah. up and be like, what's happening? But you get put in situations that you're like, just figuring it out. Yeah. But what was your like relationship with the fans during that? Um, I mean, it was really hard for me. Um, really hard the first two years because I didn't get a lot of television matches. Mm -hmm. And for a bit, I was like really fighting to even get live event matches. And I will forever be very thankful to Michael Hayes because (laughs) Michael Hayes, it probably was like 2017 and Vince was like, yeah, let her wrestle on live events. And so he started just booking me with Tamina on live events, even if we weren't on television. And I was just, this is where I really started to earn the respect from my coworkers and from the girls. Cause I think it also took a second cause I think I got really pushed and especially 2015 as like kind of wrestling more or not like, you know, just 
just more female in the female um, locker room. And I think that, yeah, people thought maybe I just wanted to not put the work in. And I think once 2017 happened and I was taking every comeback, like I would go on tour and 14 (laughs) days straight, I'm like, I'll take the comeback. Or if I was on the baby face, I will take the heat. Like I wanted to take the hardest part because I wanted to pay my dues. And I think after about a year of doing that, like I really earned the respect of, you know, like Becky Lynch and Charlotte, Natty, these girls that were kind of the pillars of the locker room. And, um, I learned so much from them. So then when I actually started having matches on television weekly with Naya, it was like, oh yeah, finally people had been seeing me, you know, what I've been training for so long. And it just takes time. You know, that was like probably five years then at that point of wrestling regularly, having live event matches. And you can't practice matches with no fans is one thing, but you have to be out there. And um, I just really fell in love with it. I think as a wrestler, I make a better baby face, like selling comes a little bit better for me yeah. um, than unless they gave me bodyguards because it's just not as believable. Right, like who, right. most of the girls are, you know, taller than me, yeah. stronger than me. So I felt like as a baby face, like was more of my niche yeah. as a wrestler, but as a whole, I make, I think my niche, my sweet spot is a heel. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it's and cool. I love it. I always just find that stuff like fascinating though. Cause it's like, I feel like people are very quick to jump to something oh, yeah. to be like, no, 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 you don't deserve this or you're not putting in the work for this. But it's yeah. like, man, there's so much happening behind closed doors or like conversations you don't know or situations totally. somebody's put in. But the truth is like, I didn't deserve that. Like that's the bottom line. There's a lot of us that like, I didn't deserve that, but I did work hard. Like yeah, yeah I didn't deserve to have a singles match at Money in the Bank against Naomi. No, I, there's so many people that deserve that more, but like that's show business, you know? Like yeah. there's so many people- It's not always people... like who's been waiting in line the longest. No. It and it's that like, way. once you understand like yeah. this life isn't fair and it's just like people die out of the blue and yeah. like car accidents happen. Like once we accept like, yeah, fucked up shit happens Shaking and it's it. not fair, <laughs> then it's, a, it's easier, but it was hurtful because- yeah. As a manager, they hated me because of choice. And it's yeah. hard when you're so used to like being praised for yeah. something. And then yeah, all of yeah. a sudden you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. When it like that, that turns for a yeah. second, you're like, oh my God, I was totally. not ready for this. Yeah. It can be like a real mind fuck. Yeah. Um, you want to be good. You want to be of course. good. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that, yeah, I that was we, definitely hard. I think we all kind of crave that little like pat on the head, pat on the back. Totally. You've done a good job. And as soon as it's not that, it's like, oh God, how do yeah. I, how do I fix this? Um, going back to your promos and stuff. I always found this really interesting with you. Um, I think you've talked about this before, but that you had, um, you have like learning disabilities in like high school, right? And you had a really difficult time learning the promos, right? How, like, what was your process with that? And like, just tell me like a little bit more about what that is and how you were able to overcome that. Yeah. I mean, still the hardest part for me in acting is the reading part, like the reading and the verbiage. It is, it's hard. Like if I have to learn a whole choreography action sequence, I'll learn it in five minutes. Like if I have to learn the same amount of dialogue, it will take me, you know, maybe five times as long. And, um, so just kind of accepting it. I think maybe if I learned dialogue as a kid, everything that you learn as a kid, you is quicker, right? So already I had a reading disability. I just read slower still to this day. Like if it takes the average actor, maybe an hour and a half to get through an hour and a half, you know, a hundred page script, it's going to take me five to six hours. So it's a lot, lot longer. Um, I try to get some of my classmates or people that I know in in LA to like read with me um, because it goes quicker. But I'm just such an audio learner. Like maybe some people in my class that are great readers, I'll have them read it and record it. And then that's how I learn it. And it will be like seven times faster. Oh, wow. It's insane. Um, so how so, would you do that with like yeah. the promos? Would you get someone to like read them to you? What I would do? Yeah. So I, um, Joe, I just went blank on his last name. Belcastro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Belcastro. Um, so. Uh, I can't believe I just pulled that name out. Oh my Booyaka. God. I love Joe. Well, shout know. out to Joe. Yes, shout out to Joe. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, I worked with him for the first two years and he, him and Vince were writing my promos um, pretty much the first two years. So he quickly learned that I learn better audioly. So sometimes yeah. he would just give it to me and then I could you know, um, remember it. Um, or I would record it at times as well. I also think once you know your character is easier. 
Sure. So like once you know you your can improv in there a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. And then also like, you know, your character thoughts, you know, your character's mm-hmm. point of view on life. Yeah. And I think that's at least when prior, like if it's an audition or working on a, a job, it's, you know, 50% of it is trying to remember your point of view on everything that you're saying. Mm -hmm. And so it makes learning the verbiage harder. But once you understand this person's point of view on life and everything, it just kind of comes a little more naturally quicker. I don't know if we were on camera when you told me that, or if it was just like a regular conversation we were having, but I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. To like speak as much as you do and to be like, oh my God, I've got to like process it completely differently. It's like so hard. It's so hard. I, audiobooks have been in life Uh in general. I bet. Great. But yeah, I I still to this day, I'll have like breakdowns and crying because I'm just like, I wish I could pick up verbiage as quick as I could a TikTok dance. (laughs) Like I really, really do. This bitch knows how to throw down a TikTok dance. That's for damn sure. She can do it. She can do it all. Fight fans come out swinging with a no sweat first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers get up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code Renee. Bet on who will win knockouts when the fight will end and so much more. So guys, if you haven't tried FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Join now with promo code Renee to get a no sweat first bet. That's up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, 21 in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 for Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369 for New York. The TN Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 for Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. While I was like getting ready for this interview, I had no idea that you were in a girl group. Oh my God. What? You were in a girl group that was like signed by Neo. I didn't know you sang. I mean, other than doing like the pitch perfect part, but I didn't know that that was like a part of your life. Yeah, that was crazy. That was for about a year and maybe a year and a half. It was insane amount of training. And I bet. it was kind of like NXT. Yeah. Like we would have to do two hours of at the gym. We would have to do two hours of running every day. We had four hours of dance training. Get that cardio hour, up, baby. Oh my God, it was crazy. Two hours of um vocal training plus studio stuff. They would make us like run stadiums and sing. That's like um, what you thrive in though, right? Because I loved you it. I loved it. I like when you think of like <laughs> entertainment, it. I feel like you do everything from like the yes. dancing, the acting, the yes. singing. Like I feel like that like boot camp style would have been like completely up oh your alley. Oh my God, I love it. Like, and that's the thing that I miss so much of being away from WWE because it's you kind of get that same boot camp. You yeah. Know? It's like, you have to go to the gym. You have mm-hmm. to be conditioned. You have to be looking fabulous. You have mm-hmm. to have great gear, great outfits. Um, You have to be on at all times. You have yeah. to wrestle, you know, you have to memorize your verb. It's like all this stuff and all these things that are challenging. So I, I, I love that. I, that's what I miss. I yeah. miss a little bit of the chaoticness, um, the craziness, um, and just being in like a different role of having, mm-hmm. of having like five employees work for me and yes. like being, having, you know, more corporate meetings and zoom and, you know, moving more into producing, you know, features. It's just like a completely different muscle. Yeah. But yeah. I do feel like everything that I've learned in all these jobs is why transition into the things that I'm doing now of why I get it and I do well yeah. in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, but I, I do mean, miss the physical, like the physical. Yeah. That's why I continue to do stunt work yes. and like train and all that. Cause I just like the, yeah. I love being physical. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely like fun to to watch. I, I love the like 
the, like the knives and the. Oh, like, I love it's it. Nuts. It's so fun. It's, it's definitely less um, hard on the body oh, than, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, if you're taking bumps on cement, that's it's not ideal. Like, not ideal. It's not great. But you, you get padded up. So it helps a little <laughs> We're ready bit. Ready to go. But, um, like all the weapons stuff. I just <laughs> love it. It's so fun and so fun. You know what I love is Brand Army. How about you starting your brand army and like cleaning up? Thank you. People want to see what's under that short little skirt, girl. What goes into the brand army? Why, how is it different from OnlyFans? Like what is the deal? I don't think I comprehend it. Yes. Um, So cjperry.com. I mean, I think it kind of gives it all, you know, so that would be like the difference of OnlyFans. It's one but not like at all at all yeah right? yeah no at all <laughs> yeah 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 no actually nudity is not allowed on brand army oh, okay, so great. on brand army nudity is not allowed so that no was nips kind of and no b-holes everybody yes, calm down yes. um <laughs> yep so Miro didn't really feel comfortable me doing only fans shocker so, um I'm like why not like yeah you know well because you can make but, it what you want it to be but totally. I think it's just a, the stigma that comes with yes it, that, yes yeah, but and, it's and Miro's that. very traditional yeah and he's very like perception person and I'm mm-hmm. the opposite yeah like I'm not definitely as traditional as him and also I just there's a big part of me that kind of gives a shit like yeah. I'm so used to being like stereotypes like yeah. what we were talking about the wrestling yes. thing yeah just oh like yeah yeah and that yeah. I just like have accepted that I cannot make everyone happy and I cannot make everyone love me. Yeah. So I don't, you know, don't care while him, he like, there's a part of him God, that really cares. But I just, I felt like there was a big part of money making that we were missing out, yes. you know? And yeah. so I'm really glad that I thought it was a good compromise. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I am glad that God has blessed me with the body with he's that given booty. me. And so <laughs> Miro makes money off of his body and yes. professional wrestling. Like, yeah. why can't I make money off of my body? <laughs> so it's the way yeah. I look at it. Yeah. Um, but also with cjperry.com, I really, really tried to provide not just sexy content. Like, obviously that... You know, only young once is also like another, like God, another way I, I look I know. at that. It's not true. I remind myself that as I'm getting older, I'm like, mm, bitch, I think the boat has sailed, but <laughs> no. maybe we can circle the drain well, for you know a second. What? I'm always asked about you. They're like, will you please do a collaboration with Renee? Really? Yes. Yes. Because a couple of times I put can out I some tweets. Can I wear one of your suits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. So you're really requested. You're like my most requested person. Shut by the up. Way. What? Yeah. They're like, will you please do like how you did a bikini shoot on Total Diva? Will you guys do like another bikini? Oh like, my god! And I'm like, we were just like chilling on the beach, yeah, we were. you know? Yeah, um, but it shows oh you god. people want to see in a bikini. They want to see it. La la. Uh, I mean, so, if I can make bank like you made bank, maybe uh, I'd consider it. Shit. You so, like you were oh you must god. like. What was your reaction when you realized how much money was rolling in from this? I couldn't believe it. Like I did record on the first day, record on the first week, record on the first month, record on mm-hmm. the um like paywall or the most like yeah. bought picture. So it was really encouraging for me. Cause you know, you just never w- know what it's going to be with Instagram. Sure. You have like all these algorithms and, and get, you know, all mm-hmm. these different things that yeah. you just don't know. And, um, so I never assume anything. And I think there's parts of me that I'm like, Oh, am I, I'm not 21 years old, you know? Oh, and so yeah, like, you got it so, going on. You're good. um, but I really try to provide not just sexy stuff. So yeah. there's so much road stuff that I never posted mm. because I was always in store, like, yeah. you know, stories with summer stories with live stories with natty stories with Naomi, all these different people yeah that I was like close with at different times that I never posted those pictures and just so much good stuff, you know, or you're hanging out with heels and baby faces and you can't post that. So I always wanted to, you know, Put that post that out there yeah. but also I didn't want to put on Instagram because half the time it's like oh you're not in a bikini we're not favoring 100 percent you know? so I know. I'm like was just saving this stuff and I feel like it's the right place to put that stuff and um also just when I shoot original content yeah like at least have something it's put not it just about making yeah. my money back but also like who's going to pay for that? Yeah. You know, am I going to yeah. pay for it? And then I still have to hire everyone that doing it. And then if I'm not making money from Instagram, then at least I'm making yeah. 
the pay for everyone yes. involved. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, and I, I'm a creator. I, I'm a creator. I'm a storyteller. I'm, I'm actually creating my first short and directing Ooh, it. As I was just well. going to ask what else you're doing now. I know you obviously have lots going on acting wise. Are you in the middle of shooting something now or did you just finish shooting something? I just, so I, I shot Wife Like and that was with Jonathan Reese Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, I play a hooker with a heart of gold. So, oh, yeah. We yay. love a hooker with a heart of gold. Love a heart. Those are the good ones. we love a pretty woman everybody yes so that comes out august 12th on demand and on like a a, a certain amount of theatrical release and also paramount plus um and then i would played an assassin and this which actually was for a guy originally and was inspired by the undertaker and terminator yeah so um i was cast as that yay Um, that's awesome so that was fun it was very it was just different because I'm a badass. Like I'm, I'm killing David Zayas, you know, and Jaime Camille, like these big actors that I kind of brainwashed and WWE is like, no, you're only believable as this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. As the girl in pink or the ravishing Russian versus Mm -hmm. like, no, if we tell the story right, I can kick ass. Like this is make believe that we can get anyone to believe. You're in control of what that narrative is. So that was really cool. And I played an assassin and this kick-ass assassin who like just wouldn't die. So that was awesome. And um, we're shooting, we're about to shoot a short that I co-wrote it. I'm going to be directing, which I'm really excited about. And there's other things in the works. I'm producing, um, I'm actually in the midst of producing three feature films. Wow. God, look at you go. Production companies that I'm excited about. Hell yes booked and busy yeah. baby uh, well I'm, I'm so glad that, that we got to do this and we got to like hang out for a little bit and just to see you and like you're killing it you've got so much stuff going on obviously check out cjperry.com to get the goods everybody yes. um, but yeah just good to see you bud so good to see you too I love you I love I missed you. you I know I missed you too it's so weird I feel like it's just so bizarre to- it is funny though when like time goes like time passes but then we see each other and it's like oh no time has passed at all yeah Back to the goods. Yep. Back to the goods, pun intended. Um, Okay, I'm going to let my baby inside because I think she's sitting outside with John and it's her bedtime. (laughs) Thank you, CJ, for hanging out and uh, taking the time. I really love when I can see people in person. That gets my rocks off. I love a little in-person hangout. Um, This, of course, was part of the whole uh, saga of the interviews that we were banking while we were out in Nashville for StarCast, SummerSlam weekend. So still to come, we've got Soraya on deck. We've got Miro on deck. Already dropped the Brian Danielson episode, so that is out. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed this. More to come. This has been The Sessions. I bid you all adieu. Bye-bye. 